What is up, you guys? It's Julia, your founder here for day four of Future Teens of Medicine. Today, I will be recording an introduction to pediatrics, and tomorrow, I will be finishing the lesson by introducing pediatric surgery. Especially during this lesson, I highly encourage that you all listen to the podcasts because while all the information is on the presentation I uploaded to Google Classroom, I'm elaborating a lot more within these podcasts, especially. So to get us started today, I'm going to just give a little bit of a background on pediatrics before I dive in. So pediatrics is a branch of medicine dealing with the health and medical care of infants, children, and adolescents from birth up to the age of 18. A common misconception that I want to make known is that pediatricians not only provide medical care for children who are ill, but also preventative health services for healthy children as well. They place a high emphasis on not only physical health, but also mental and emotional. Working in pediatrics has many unique features compared to adult medicine because you are physically treating a child and depending on how you go about that treatment could have the potential to determine how the rest of their life goes on. They help to reduce infant and child mortality rates, control the spread of infectious disease, promote healthier lifestyles for children and adolescents, and provide support to help ease the problems of children or adolescents with chronic conditions. While a child is transitioning into their teenage years, and even when a teenager is transitioning to be an adult, their desires and their needs are changing drastically. A pediatrician is educated on those subjects, and that's one of the reasons pediatricians have such a valuable role. Their job is to advocate for the best health decisions for all children, and while they're very knowledgeable on that transitioning phase, they can make those decisions and suggestions. Common conditions that pediatricians may see on a regular basis include injuries, like physical injuries, infections, genetic and congenital conditions, cancers, organ diseases, and other dysfunctions. I know that many of you in future teens of medicine are really interested in pediatrics, so I thought it would be wise for me to include some of the differences between pediatrics and adult medicine. First of all, The smaller body of an infant or a child is very different physiologically from that of an adult. Secondly, while medicine itself has many legal regulations and complications, pediatrics is one of those specialties that has a a very high number of legal issues. That is simply because you're treating a minor. Their parents are responsible for them. In adult medicine, you're treating adults. They're not minors. And that is why there's more legal issues typically with pediatrics. There is also a greater importance of congenital defects and developmental issues to pediatricians because they are the doctors who are meeting and examining babies and children as they're growing up, as I said earlier. So they have a high responsibility to ensure the health of the child and provide the most reliable and safe treatment. All right, I know all of you are going to be listening very closely to this part because I get so many questions about the different routes of education that doctors can take. So today I will briefly explain that route when concerning pediatricians. So like any doctor, they need a bachelor's, which, I t- which is typically four years. However, there are programs like BSMD, which are accelerated and essentially combine undergrad and medical school, which typically takes about seven years to complete if you choose to take that program. 
Most individuals do not take that route. People tend to follow the traditional four years undergrad, then four years medical school. There is no right or wrong answer. It is a choice that you make based off of your circumstances. I'm not here to tell you one is better than the other. I'm simply giving you the information. Following med school, in order to be a practicing pediatrician, you need to complete a three-year pediatric residency at an accredited pediatric residency institution. Once you finish that residency, you are then eligible for board certification by the American Board of Pediatrics. This certification requires that you pass a written exam about pediatrics, and in order to remain certified, pediatricians need to go through recertification every seven years. This is done so the board can be confident that patients are receiving the best medical attention possible at all times. I do have many Canadian students, so if you are from Canada and you are listening to this, ears open now because I'm about to say something that's specifically towards you guys. I did take the time to research and I found out that the Canada and the United States have rules regarding this and you can achieve American board certification if you came from a Canadian medical school or another accredited medical school as long as it is recognized by the World Health Organization and you complete the rest of the requirements. Common subspecialties within pediatrics include pediatric cardiology, critical care medicine, endocrinology, gastroenterology, hematology, neonatal medicine, nephrology, and oncology. Keep in mind, these are just common ones. There are many others as well. When you work in pediatrics, it is very common that your work environment will be in a family health practice. However, many work at children's hospitals and private pediatric clinics. Others work in a multidisciplinary healthcare team. Um, these teams are very helpful because all different types of doctors are working together and sharing ideas in order to make the best decision for the patient. Pediatricians often do work alongside doctors from other specialties as well because they are the ones who have been with the patient since they were young and they offer that input and contribute in that aspect as well. Before I conclude, I want to make it known that while of course pediatricians do pay malpractice insurance compared to other specialties like neurology who pay about 19%, pediatricians do pay less. That concludes my lesson for today. Tomorrow I will be continuing pediatrics However, I will be discussing the more surgical part of it, which I am super excited because it is a specialty I am super passionate about. As I stated earlier, I do have a presentation on Google Classroom posted, and at the end of the presentation on the last slide, I included three links to videos on YouTube, which I would love you all to watch. I really, really, really want you guys to watch those videos because they are showing you exactly what it is like working in a pediatric hospital and it will give you that visual um, learning experience. Whereas this podcast, you're just audio, just listening to the audio, you're not seeing it. Thank you so much guys for listening and I will be back tomorrow to discuss the surgical aspect of pediatrics. I cannot wait. Have a great day guys. I love you. Thank you for listening.